Lost Boys Cypher Circle is back in session. What's going on, everybody? Uh, this is home of all things artistic. As I always say, you got a poem, a rap, a song, uh, some music you made, some artwork you made, or just a conversation you want to have. This is the place to come get your thoughts and feelings and stories and whatever the hell else heard. Um, so if you didn't know that, now you do. Um, if you're interested in coming on the show, as always, message me on Facebook at Dylan Lawler, or you can email me at lostboy420x at gmail.com. That's lostboy420x at gmail.com. Um, before we get started, as I always say, um, I want to take a second to talk about mental health because it's important to me. It's important to all of us. It should be important to a lot more people, and um, so I try to bring awareness to it and uh, shine some light on it. And, you know, so I just want to say if anybody else is going through stuff, which I know we all are, uh, just keep your head up. Know that we have gone through this. We have gone through similar things and and struggles before, and we will get through this again. Um, And it's all about just pushing forward to get into those brighter times. Um, And if, you know, if you're struggling, it's always good to talk to someone, Uh, a friend, family member. As I always say, there's someone out there to talk to you can message me on facebook and i'll talk to you like there's someone out there um you can also seek help at um betterhelp.com uh which is a online therapy the um group they'll hook you up with an online therapist um in like two days and if you don't vibe with that therapist they'll switch it out with another one until you find someone that's easy to talk to um there's also a lifeline crisis you can call uh 988 um they have a lifelinecrisis.com um website that goes with it but the hotline is 988 uh that you can text or call um so i hope people find some help there um and yeah moving on with the show i apologize up front i had a busy week uh i was not able to get a um vote out and do the whole feature artist thing for you guys but i do want to give a shout out to all our artists last week they were all phenomenal as always fantastic artists and as always i can't can't wait to have them up again um so tonight we had a few technical difficulties a few delays a few uh artists uh that couldn't make it but uh it's it's all right we're gonna get them back up here so this isn't the crew i expected but they're still fantastic artists and uh, they've all been up here before and I can't wait to see what they got. So the first one I'm going to bring up is uh, Leanne. You might remember her from our, I believe second or third episode. Um, She came in and she had some really deep emotional stuff. And um, yeah, so I can't wait to see what she's got for this time. I'm going to play a flyer and get her up here. Let's see here. Angels come, angels go. Why they come, we don't know. To bring us happiness, joy, and sorrow. Some come fast, some come slow. Through the rain, the sleet, and snow. So many angels in this world. So many angels we adore. Angels come, and angels go. Hey, how you doing? Oh, you got yourself muted. Hang on, I got you. Can you hear me? Yeah. Oh, there we go. You good? You can hear yeah, me? Okay. How yeah. are you doing? I'm good. How are you? 
I'm all right. I'm all right. You know, pushing through with the show must go on. We've had, you know, whatever happens, the show must go on. I, I kind of got some last minute replacements here and, uh, you know, but the, you know, it's going to, I'm hoping it's going to be a good show. Cause it always, it always is. It always is. The people I bring on here, man, they never disappoint me. So right on. yeah. Yeah. So, uh, how you been, how you been since last time? Oh man, I've just been going through it, but I'm hanging in. Got to hang in. Yeah. yeah. Keep using, keep using the pen, get that out there. And, and you know what I mean? That's, that's, that's what I've been doing. You know, when, when I go through it, I just, you know, leak it out onto the pad and and hope that hope that kind of releases something. Right. For sure. For sure. So um you've been on here before, but for those of you for those people who don't know you, uh you wanna tell us a little bit about yourself and like what got you started writing and whatnot? Man, I've been writing since I was fourteen, since my grandpa died and just been, you know, it's just been one tragedy after another with my family and stuff like you know a lot of them was dead and gone so like and we've all been through it like you know but it is what it is and we can only make it better you know so hanging in tight absolutely i feel that i feel that i've definitely had some friends and family members pass away and it definitely affected me and and my writing a lot a lot i mean when it when it affects you, it affects your writing because it's so much a part of you. So, right. yeah, I definitely understand the the tragedy influencing the art and and how that you use that as a you know like coping mechanism to, to deal with it. Sure enough, that's what, that's what it's for. That's what it's for. Uh, yo, so what what are you gonna do for us tonight? What's the first piece? Um, the first piece is like uh, more about the mental awareness, you know. Um, so like, Good. Whole life, like uh, you know, well, I mean, I've been trying to get the mental awareness out there, you know, cause there's a lot of suicidal people, man. So, and I've, I, I've committed suicide and I'm, I'm just lucky enough that I got to come back from it, you know, like God saved me. And yeah, like I, I came back for a reason, you know what I mean? And yeah, wow. <laughs> it's the, it's the, that's amazing. We're, we're, um, uh, if if you don't mind me asking, were you in um like like a coma? Uh, oh yeah, yeah, for uh over six months. Uh, oh, wow. uh September twenty third, I had a beautiful little baby girl. It was twenty eighteen. I had a beautiful little baby girl. She only lived for three days because I couldn't stop shooting dope. You know what I mean? And her lungs weren't developed all the way, so it really messed me up deep inside. You know what I mean? I felt like I didn't have a reason for living. So December fourth, a twenty eighteen rolled around. And I took 60 Klonopin, 60 Prozac, 90 Neurotin, and injected myself with 200 cc of insulin. I was BOA. I was BOA. Uh, and my mom, and yeah, my mom doing CPR on me and stuff. And the last thing I remember was my stepdad sliding down the wall saying, please don't take my daughter. And I didn't get out of the hospital in June of the next year. But <laughs> June of the next year, you know what I'm saying? But I came back for a reason. I'm here for a reason. And, yeah, mental awareness is where it's at straight up. 100%. Wow, that's, that is a, a tragic and uh, that's, a, that's some hard shit, man. That's some hard shit. But uh, I'm glad that you got through it and you are here where you are now and fucking – Looks like you're doing a lot better. So, yeah, fighting strong, man. Fighting strong. 
I went all the way to California and got sober, uh, rocking it, man, doing what I need to do, you know? Good for you. Good for you. Yeah. Well, well, thank you for still being here and and blessing us with your presence on earth and on the show. Already. Thank you. Yeah. So uh, what, uh, what's this first piece called? Uh, 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 it's going to be called Voices. All right, cool. I'll, uh, I'm going to drop myself down here and let you get to it. All right, cool. All right, so this one's called Voices. I wrote it um, like a couple of years ago uh, because of my stepdad. So here we go. As the, as the feelings and the voices start flooding and rushing faster and faster through my brain, wondering when you will finally have peace and love finally flow through your veins. Do you hear any voices in your brain? One says, I'll show you a way. As one other starts to say, you shut the fuck up. I run this place. As another, as one more starts yelling and screaming and saying, you shut the fuck up. I'll hit you in the face. Another says, you shut the fuck up. This is my place. I have all to say. As one more voice comes to say, want to play? I'll show you how to be happy and gay. Maybe hit a bitch once or twice and show them all that I'm a real tough guy. I got all the pride. Make you my wife. Don't you don't you be shy. I'm also a gentle guy. I'll make you feel as if you were able to fly. Fuck my life. Which voice is right? Which one do I choose this time? Every day, new voices in my mind. What to do this time in this phase of my life. And that's it. That's all I got. I like that one. I like that. I I um I have one that's kind of similar. It's called Speaking to Demons, where I kind of go back and forth between like you know my my inner self uh, and like my inner like darkness and demons. You know all the dark thoughts and, and bad shit that you have. And I like like the duality. You know of like the the different voices and the different things are telling you and what and and whatnot. Um, that's super dope. That's super dope. I like that one. I like that one. It's got a good flow too. It's got a good flow. Thank you. Thank you. I like that. So uh, when did you write that and what inspired it? Man, I wrote it a couple of years ago. And my ex-stepdad, man, he's just really mean to my mom all the time and always hitting her and stuff. And, like, you know, my mom had never had no boys. You know what I'm saying? It's always just been us girls. And, man, I, I, had, to, I had to put him down on it. You know what I'm saying? I had to put him down on it and just tell him, like, look. Cool. I'm done with you hitting my mama. I'm done with these voices in your head telling you that my mom is a demon and all this and all that. I'm done. And I had to beat him up. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? That's what inspired him. But we've got to get it done. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> just like any bully in life, if you stand up to them, you usually, they usually back down because most bullies are pussies. Right, man. Right, man. He's stuck in it. 15 years though, man, he did, he stuck in 15 years, but man, no more, I didn't have, I, no more after that last draw, man, yeah, no last draw. Well, props to you, props to you for standing up. Man, thank you, Dylan. Yo, so, um, I'm gonna bring, I uh, see if August is on here, I'm gonna bring August up here and see if she has any questions or comments for you. Um, August, can you hear us? Yes, I can. All right, cool. Do you have any um, questions or comments for Leanne? I just, I don't have a question, but I do have a comment. I just love that you kind of like put together like that type of story. Um, 
because it is a story that people like hear about but don't fully understand the feelings and emotions that go behind it until unless or until they experience it for right. themselves so it's it's something that hit me like hit home for me <laughs> um and it's one of the things like i tell anybody who comes on here and shares something like that that really goes deep into roots of like past trauma or abuse or mental health like it's really brave to come forward with that type of story and put it into those words oh so, yeah well thank you august <laughs> You're welcome. thank you thank you yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you for your feedback. Um, I'm going to uh, drop uh, drop you guys out of here and I'll play uh, I'll play August Flyer real quick and we can get her up here for her first piece. All right. Cool. Pull your words into me. Lies of love and care. Words of bitterness and hate. Words of judgment and cruelty. Words released from unfiltered anger. Then follow it with fake apologies and watch as my porcelain starts to crack at the edges. Watch as I crack and continue to pour your hate into me. Whenever I crumble and break, toss me out and buy a cup made of polycarbonate, for maybe that won't break so easily. I like that one. I, I always listen to all the flyers right before I put them up, and I've, I've obviously listened to yours a couple times because I've had you on a few times. <laughs> yes. uh, that one always, that always hits me. Yeah. For sure. Um, how you been? I've been going through it, honestly. <laughs> um, things things have been a bit rough recently, but I'm slowly trying to get myself back together again. I'm still going to classes in school, though, so that's always been a nice distraction still and still writing. Good, good. Stay writing. Stay writing. You're yes. super talented and and you need that to, you know, keep your head above water. Like I, like I keep saying, like, that's what it's for. It's that there. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for coming on last minute. Literally. I mean, I messaged you five minutes before the show was supposed to start and, and you came through in minutes and that's, that's awesome. So thank you so yes. much. No, no uh, I love, I love coming on. Yeah. Yeah. I love having you on. You're, you're definitely one of my favorite artists. I think last time you were on was what, the birthday episode. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That was fun. That was it fun. Was. Yeah. I'm, I'm completely surprised, but happy that we uh, pulled that off. Yeah. It was, it was a really fun night. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, so what are you, uh, what are you going to do for us tonight? Uh, this first poem is called Hanahaki disease. Something I genuinely wrote like three hours ago. <laughs> oh wow, that's cool. That's cool. I uh, I, I got something uh, for later that I actually literally wrote earlier this afternoon. It's the first time I've ever done something, you know, off the cuff. Uh, yes. Editing it for hours, so that's <laughs> awesome. We're bringing this shit out tonight. Cool. I'll uh, I'll drop myself out out of here, and and uh, you can get going. Awesome. All right. So, all right. Hold on. Uh, what was the title again? A uh, Hanahake disease. Okay. It's a Japanese phrase. Okay. I loved you fully and unconditionally. I loved you despite the pain and torment of everything you have put me through because I cared. I was invested in your well-being, your happiness, and your life. You didn't love me the same. You loved me for my body and for the way I was in bed. 
the way I reacted to your touch and the rehearsed words I wanted to hear. Words that held no meaning to you and held all the meaning in the world to me. I loved you until a vine started to grow into my already frail, frail lungs and I started to crop up petals of blood. I loved you as my lungs became full of plants instead of oxygen I needed to breathe. I loved you as my body deteriorated. I loved you as I drew my very last breath. My crowded lungs no longer able to hold air. At my viewing, my pale gray skin remained decorated with the beautiful petals that started growing from my lungs and outwards. My casket painted with daffodils to remind those around me exactly what caused my demise, that I died because I was loving someone who didn't wish to love me back. And that's it. Wow, that was deep. That was deep. I, um, I, I, I don't know if you can see it, but I quickly went and I looked yes. up the credits. <laughs> And I got it up there for you, um, even though it was a, it was a short poem. I was trying to I was trying to get it up there for you, but that was that was deep. Um, and you you wrote that three like three hours ago today. Yes. So what what inspired that? What was the what was the emotion behind that? Or I mean, the the what were you kind of uh, thinking about and going through at the time? So I just ended about a two year relationship like three days ago. Um, it was good at first, but it started to kind of get bad. Um, I was starting, I felt unhappy for quite a while. I didn't feel like I was really cared about other than for, uh, intimacy. <laughs> um, and it was starting to get to the point where I didn't feel protected. I didn't feel cared about anytime I tried to, kind of say anything or bring something up that was emotionally bothering me it turned into well what you're doing is bothering me and this is more important and all of that and it it just Sorry. turned bad really quickly and so well, I ended up narcissistic just flipping it back yeah uh, yeah I I understand that I understand that well I'm at least glad that you're out of that yeah, uh, you know, though, though, you know, breakups are hard and, and everything, you know, at least you're out of that and, and you have pushed through um, yes. to, the other, to the other side. And now now you can move on to bigger and better things. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's awesome. I'm going to um, look that up again and read read a little bit more about it, like the, the roots of it. I, um, I can kind of like give a brief explanation on like yeah, that. So Hanahaki disease is from is fictional Japanese literature. And it's pretty much something that's like from unrequented love where plants start to kind of grow into your lungs. So pretty much you get like flowers in your lungs, you start coughing up petals and either you can, either it kills you, you could get it, or it cures itself through unrequented love or surgery. And that's it. So oh. it's, it's fictional, obviously, but that was kind of like, I was thinking about it. I was like, this is kind of like what I want to portray for this. I, I like that. I like how you used a, a metaphor. I mean, even like a fictional story and you took that metaphor. And I mean, I do that. I do that all the time. I've written, um, I've written lines about comic book characters and, and, yes. you know, a, a lot, I find, I find a lot of it is, is very poetic and, and, and whatnot, especially, I mean, 
like I said about comic book characters, uh, a lot of them are based like, you know, the Hulk, you know, a lot of them are based off of mental illness and, you yes. know, people having problems and, and whatnot um, and, and coming, going through it and coming out the other side. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I'm going to, I'll bring Leanne up here and uh, see if she has any uh, questions or comments for you. <coughs> Hey, Leanna, how are you doing? You got any uh, questions or comments for August? Um, I just wanted to comment and say that um, even though you ended the however long relationship, right, just hang in there, okay? Because obviously, if he started making you feel like you were unwanted and unloved, then he wasn't the right one for you anyway, girl. And you can do way better than that. <laughs> so just hang in. So just hang in there, okay? You got it, girl. You got it, girl. Thank you. There's always for somebody. Don't give up. I won't. Absolutely. Writing, That's writing's advice. gonna be through it. So. One hundred percent good advice. Um. All right. Cool. So um, we are we are waiting for our third guest uh to come back in. Um, he, he was just in here, but I think he's, uh, might be having a little bit of technical difficulties, but so we're, while we're waiting for him, um, I guess that I will, uh, do something for you guys here. Let's see. Um, I can do this one for you. Let me, let me pull it up real quick. Um, kind of just going with the theme of mental health and, you know, just knowing what it's like to be in that position and, and how hard it can be. And just um, knowing that you got to get out of bed, you got to move on and, and um, whatever, whatever it is you're going through a breakup, a, losing a lost one, you know, I know what it's like. And there are people that out, out there that know what it's like. So this one is called, I know. I know what it feels like when your heart is when your heart has been breaking. I know about the anxiety fits and the shaking. I know about the cold sweats when awaking, and I know about the smiles that are no longer worth faking. I know what it feels like when you have nothing left. I know what about that feeling that's caught deep inside of your chest. I know you fantasize for hours imagining your death. I know you've thought about it in such depth that it eats at you inside and it's sometimes hard to take a breath. And I know that what you want more than anything is just to finally rest. I know about the fear you feel when you're faced with leaving your home. I know you feel the world will be safer with you on your own. I know you know. I know about the days when you curl up in bed and you turn off your phone. And I know that you feel helpless and scared. But I want you to know that I know what it feels like, and you're not alone. So um, that's my piece. Uh, I will bring everybody up here um, to ask me questions or comments or anything, um, you would like to ask me, uh, who would like to go first? I mean, I thought it was really deep. Thank you. Honestly. I mean, I mean that, that, that is by far one of the best ones I've ever heard by far. And it was really deep Dylan. I really liked it, it hit home for me. Thank you. I appreciate it. I mean, that's, that's what I was trying to do is, you know, reach out and, and touch somebody that feels, feels the same. So 
for sure. Absolutely. That is um, beautiful, beautiful ass home. I love just the fact that it was you reaching out to others. Like, I know how you feel. Let me like reach out and like help you and like relate to you and things like that. Because that's something that I think people don't understand like quite like how much it means for like to know that you're not alone with something. Like people yeah. like they kind of get stuck in this cycle whenever they're going through mental health problems. Like nobody gets it. Like nobody really truly gets it. And so it's it's important for people to like hear like you're not alone. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, that's, that's, I mean, that's what I say at the beginning of every show is you're not alone. There are people that care. There are people you can talk to, you know what I mean? And, and there are people that know what it's like. You might not feel like it, but there, there are people that know what it's like there, you know, you have to just have to look, you have to reach out. And that's kind of what I'm trying to do is at the same time, reach out and give someone else a hand. You know, when you give someone your hand, they take you get their hand back and you kind of, you know, help each other. So. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. Well, thank you guys for your um, input and your um, comments and questions. Um, we have Mr. Cage C, Caleb. Um, he was on here just a minute ago, um, but he cut out again. So I'm hoping yet again, he'll pop back in for us. Um while we're waiting, uh, just give me one second here. Um, while we're waiting, I suppose that I, I guess we'll have Leanne go, uh, if you're okay with that. Yep, sir, I am. <laughs> All right, cool. So, uh, what's this next piece you're gonna hit us with? This one is called Miss You, and what's I wrote that? it for it's called Miss You, okay. And uh, I wrote it for all my loved ones that's uh, dead and gone, you know. All right. This is, this is for the uh, – this one's for the homies. This one's for the uh, ones up there. Yeah, right. straight up. I'll drop myself out here and let you get to it. All right, here I go. Um, how do you say I love you and I miss you every day? Why did you leave me here in this fucked up place? You know you made my day that I got to hear your voice and see your face. I miss those days. All the others are cold and gray. I miss you every day. Will I ever be okay? I'm waiting to hear what you say, but nothing, no, but no words come my way. Silence all across the way. How, what did I do or say for you to be called to fly high and away? I never thought it would ever come into play. Still wondering every day. I'm still lost and I miss you and love you way more than words can say. I guess that's the best way. Talk to them even after they fly away. I feel a little better every each and every day. That's all I can really say. Tell them you love them every day and how I wish you could have stayed. And that's it. That was deep and emotional and a wonderful tribute. Um, uh, that that was fantastic. When when did you write that? Um, I wrote that last year, um, November fifth. November fifth. Oh okay. 
Um, and was that was that after the immediate loss of a loved one or? Um, no, it was just like I was. Uh, it was right after I came back home from California, and I actually got sober and started thinking, you know, about my life and like my daughter and like all everybody that I've lost. You know what I mean? And it's just, man, I do. I miss them every damn day, and it messes with me a lot, but. Still going strong. Still going strong. Yeah, one hundred percent. I I I know what that's like, and I know how hard it can be. I mean, the stuff that I've written about loved ones passing away and whatnot, it it definitely didn't come right afterwards. There was some healing first, and I've I've written stuff since that. I mean, there's there's a lot of stuff tucked in the vault that I might not show uh, to anyone, but. Uh, you know, it's, it's good. It's part of the healing process and it's good to get it out there as part of the healing process. Um, right. Necessary. It's 100% necessary. Um, for sure. For sure. Uh, I'll, I'll bring, I'll bring August up here and see what she's got to say about it. Hello. I once again, don't have any questions. I was going to ask like, some, like what Dylan asked, like what, um, like when did you write it and if it was after like immediate loved one passing. Um, once again, it's just, it's one of those things like again, like it needs to be talked about and it needs to be like, uh, I'm struggling to like think of the word. Um, Brought into the light and- Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. Already. Yeah. Seen, seen, and heard. Kids, whenever we're kids, they don't discuss death. You know what I'm saying? They don't discuss people dying and all this and all that whenever you're a kid. You know what I'm saying? And right. it just so happens, you, you grow up and something happens, and then you're like, whoa, what the fuck is this? Yeah. What? I How am I supposed happen. to go with this? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I didn't know this was going to happen. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> And then you don't have no pictures and then you have no videos and then you don't have, you know what I'm saying? And then you're living in regret for the rest of your life, which then you did have pictures and videos. You know right. what I'm saying? Like that's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. 100%. 100%. Uh, well, thank you for, for again, for giving your feedback. Um, we are still one member short, unfortunately. Uh, so I guess we're going to have to keep going around in a circle, um, which brings us back to August. Um, and while August is doing her poem, I will attempt to get our artist up here, our third artist up here. Uh, so August, what is the name of your uh, second piece tonight? Uh, it's called Kune Kune. It's another Japanese thing and also a thing I wrote a few hours ago. Uh. <laughs> I went on an entire poetry spree like a few hours ago. Can you tell me how to spell that? Oh, never mind. I found it. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. All right. Well, I will. Uh, I will drop myself out of here and uh, let you get to it. Awesome. The rice fields in Japan were a fun place to play. They used to be anyways. My siblings and I run around, barely paying mind to the plants growing around us. I almost didn't notice it ahead, this thing. 
Something that I knew wasn't there whenever we first arrived, but now stood there. Its white sheet-like body wreathing around in the winds were blowing around, and yet there were no wind. There was no wind. Its gaze held me there. I was frozen, lost within the sight of this thing that just stared right back at me. I wanted to know what it was, what it wanted, how it suddenly appeared. Or if it was just some sort of scarecrow I simply did not take notice of before. There was popping, the popping of my joints as my body started to move on its own. Moving without my mind giving it permission to move. Following the strange waving limbs of the creature, there was a strange voice and even stranger laughter, rambling nonsense words and phrases, things that would get the most normal person labeled deranged. It was only my siblings shouting in absolute horror that made me realize that the voice and laughter was my own. Now I'm in a room, a padded white room. Nurses and guards come in day and night to give me medicines that do nothing to sedate the constant raving of my body and the nonsense rambling and laughter. They look at me with fear, with pity, with confusion. None of the doctors know what was wrong with me. They don't know how to treat my sudden sickness. I can't communicate what happened, and all I know is that the creature in the field was at fault. Awesome. Fantastic. Thank, thank you for reading that. Um, you said, Again, you just wrote that like three hours ago? Yeah. Earlier today. That's that's good. I, I mean, apart from this one thing that I have today, because I usually, like I said, I edit for hours and hours and hours. Right. Um, yeah, but that was that was absolutely fantastic. Um, and and again, you were inspired by um, a, a fictional. Um, yes, it's a popular Japanese urban legend. I kind of like went right back into my urban legend phase, and um, obviously, this isn't from personal experience. I just I was reading the urban legend, and just kind of like how this kind of creature or deity like functions. And it's pretty much like a creature that's like a white sheet creature that if you see it and you're around it for long enough, it drives you insane. Like, I love uh, I love the fantasy elements. I'm that's my favorite kind of stories, fantasy yes. fiction, and um, I love how you use it as a metaphor and whatnot. Um, I hate to cut your time short. Um, we have our third artist in. I want to bring him up before his his camera um cuts out again or whatnot um so i'm just gonna do that real quick um and um i will catch you again either at the end of the show or if we have time and you'd like to do a third piece um we can do that i'll just bring our third artist up real quick awesome sounds good um, thank you this is just a tour of the way my brain works like shattered glass enhanced to project holograms to see myself third person in three versions instead of reflect internal monologue and confused anagrams I stand tall against the wall you probably couldn't comprehend. That's not awesome. I'm a fan of my own demise, like contortion rises, then commotion waved in, like the Yochin causing riptides that suck me in. This mad rush of adrenaline talking in riddles, forcing static in my ear through a sneer. Well, I, I don't nice. know if you can hear me, but I'm lagging behind real quick. It's all right. We can hear you. We're here. What's up, man? You got the kids in the background. Can you hear me? Right. Yeah, I can hear you. I can hear you. It's all right. We can hear you. At least you're here. I'm glad we got you. Um. So yeah, dude. I 
I'm I'm super stoked to have you on again, man. I've been wanting to get you on. You've been hitting me up saying you got shit to get off your chest, and I finally got you back up on here, dude. It's been rough, but how you doing? Hello. Can you hear me all right? Or Oh, we lost him. God damn. I need I need that technical difficulty sign, man. Just take it up and plaster it right here in front of the fucking camera or just hold it up. Just do, 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 do. We'll be back in a minute. Or have like a elevator theme song or some shit. Well, god damn. Um, well, he's going to keep trying, man. We're going to keep trying. Um. I'll go again and I'll uh, I'll read another piece. This is a piece that I wrote um, just a few hours ago. It's the first time that I've ever, ever shared something like off the cuff that I just wrote today without – I'm a perfectionist. I go through and I edit it a million times. So this is um, called I'm Tired and it's I'm Tired the Draft because I anticipate changing or adding um, new things to it. So uh, – here is what I have so far of I'm tired. All right. Let's see. If the thing will load, there we go. <clears throat> I'm tired of this. I'm tired of that. I'm tired of feeling so lost with no map. I'm tired of being so angry and sad. I'm tired of everyone all on my back. I'm tired of feeling so under attack. I'm tired of just being judged by my past. I try to be good. I don't want to be bad. But these demons I keep, they scream in my head. I just want to sleep. They say, go ahead. They they tell me it's peaceful and easy if I paint the walls red. And I think I just might. Because I'm tired of trying to tell what is wrong and what's right. I'm tired of ruining days and then boozing at night. I'm tired of trying to stop and then losing the fight. This noose is a nuisance. I can't tie it tight. I'm tired of tying. I'll just use a knife. Because I feel so useless. I'm tired of life. So that's, that's I'm tired so far. Um, let's see what people thought about it. Who would like to give me their thoughts and feelings on that one? Man, I liked it. It was deep. Thank you. Billings. Thank you. Billings. Man, we all have billings. Yeah, I was just, I kind of, I was kind of struggling for kind of like what to write and I wasn't really sure. Um, but I decided I was, you know, I, I just kind of wanted to write how I feel like, and I was just like, you know, I feel fucking tired. I'm sick and fucking tired. I'm tired of this. I'm tired of that. <laughs> you know, I'm tired of everyone on my back. Like, that's just how I was feeling. How I was feeling. So. Real, man. We all get sick and tired. <laughs> sick and tired. You hear me? <laughs> that's real. My phone's on 1%. It's on 1% when my phone might cut off. Oh, it's okay. It's all right. We're we're getting close to the end of the show anyway. But uh, thank you, thank you for coming on. Thank you for giving your feedback. Um, August, do you have any 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 feedback before um, I wrap up the show? I think for like you saying that it's a draft, like that's really good. <laughs> like it's a really good start. Thank I. You can't wait to see what more you add to it or how you edit it. Like it's a really good, it's a really good poem. Thank you. 
Thank you. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, I definitely was. I was just feeling. I was feeling some. I was feeling some kind of way today, you know. And uh, I, uh, I kind of. Today, Dylan. What's that? Did you write that today? Yeah, yeah. Earlier today. Uh, yeah, earlier today. Right in front of today. Huh? I kind of have this little booklet of things that I, I, you know, just little phrases or thoughts or feelings. And I was like, oh, that I'll, that I'm going to go back to at some point. And, and I think it was just one line or something in there. And it was kind of like, uh, it might've just been like, I, I'm tired of this. I'm tired of that. And then I just stopped because I didn't know what to write after that. And then I, you know, took it from there today. And that's what I usually do. I'll have, you know, one line or think of a line while I'm in the shower and I'll just, I'll go from there. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Oh, well, I appreciate you guys coming on. I appreciate your feedback. Um, it is if any we're not quite at ten o'clock yet. So if anyone has a piece they'd like to do, that's awesome. If not, then I can uh, I can wrap up the show a little bit early. I was about to say, man, my phone's on one percent. It's about to die. <laughs> All, right. All right. Well, we'll we'll wrap it up then. We'll wrap it up. Thank you guys so much for coming out. I appreciate it so much. Um, and. Uh, yeah, I, I hope to have you both on again. Absolutely. Thank you both. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you guys so much. Have a good one. You too.